Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast, hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. And those who know me and those avid listeners and viewers know that I'm all about self-care, taking care of yourself and your mental health. So let's go. Hey. Hey. R.P. Mac Miller. Yep. The Yeah Dad Podcast. Yeah. I remember, yes, I remember, yes, I remember it all. Uh. Swear the hype be too tall. Yep. So like September I fall. Okay. Down below. Now know that the medicine be on call. Hey. Yeah. Hope y'all are doing well. The Yeah Dad Podcast. Hey. Hey. Gone too soon. Unfortunate. Self-care. I'm treating me right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna be alright. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Yadat Podcast, the podcast introducing you to world's topics. Things you may be unfamiliar with, and I, when I mean worlds, I mean occupations, lifestyles, religions, current events, whatever, whatever that's not mainstream. We introduce you, we teach you some things here on this show, and I am your host, West Coast Roberto. How y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing well. I'm doing well. Um, first off, I want to start by saying. You know, my my thoughts and prayers go to those out there um, affected by Hurricane Ian that just hit Florida. You know, I'm from California, but, you know, I'm a Floridian also because my wife is from Florida. I met her in Florida. My daughters were born in Florida. I have family in Florida. So we were impacted by this hurricane and past hurricanes. Um, My brother-in-law and my brother-in-law is from Fort Myers. And uh, his mother is currently living in Fort Myers, and Fort Myers was one of the was cities that were that were really hit hard by Hurricane Ian. Um, thankfully, his mother is good to go. She's just out of power, but other than that, she is she's good to go. So, for those who suffered losses and you know devastation and and everything, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. My condolences go out to those who have unfortunately lost people to mother nature out there in um in florida due to hurricane ian so you know i just wanted to put that out there first and foremost so you know our thoughts and prayers are with you and um hopefully you know things can turn around and and you can can rebuild so uh how's everybody doing out there if y'all got family affected by Hurricane Ian, please be sure to reach out to them. Make sure they're good to go. If you got to help them out in some kind of way, make sure you do so. 
you know, because, uh, you know, everybody needs help some kind of way. But hopefully your your friends and family or your family are, are good to go and uh, they evacuated and whatnot. That's some, that's some crazy stuff. That Mother Nature is crazy. She's crazy. That's a crazy piece, you know what I mean? But uh, hopefully if your family is in the path, you know what I mean? They're good to go. I asked a couple people I I work with, and uh, if they were, if their families were good to go, and they were just kind of like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, hey, check on them. I mean, like my sister, she she resides in Daytona, and Daytona was hit by Ian. However, she was on travel with work, so she's currently in Detroit. So. Thankfully, I mean, she's good to go. Uh, my brother-in-law is at home in Detroit, but or not Detroit, excuse me, in Daytona. But they're good to go. You know what I'm saying nothing, nothing major happened. It was just a lot of rain, so thankfully, you know, what I mean, they weren't they weren't hit too hard. So shout out, shout out to my sister Vanessa. What up? What up? What up? But uh, how's everybody doing out there? I hope y'all are doing well despite this stuff going on. And if if it is impacting you, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to y'all. But I hope everybody's doing well. Last episode, episode 36. Yeah, episode 36. You know, back to my BS. You know, we covered a lot of things from deaths of uh, PNB Rock and, uh, you know, several, several topics. If you haven't, if you haven't checked that episode out, check it out. Available everywhere your podcasts are available or everywhere podcasts are available. Check it out. Um, a couple of things I want to, I want to cover that, uh, you know, on so on on the show fucking PTI on ESPN, they do a thing at the end of the of the show that's called like damn what the shit what's that shit called where they go back and they and they correct um, mistakes or whatever. So I I kind of want to do something similar to that on the pod. So I I covered PMB's you know unfortunate death and uh, it was accurate. However. There was, I, I want to clarify some things. So he's originally from Philly, but he's, you know, transplanted to L.A. So it's, he's not originally from the neighborhood that, that the incident happened in. And he was at a Roscoe's that wasn't in a good location. One of the ones that people normally don't go to. And he went during the day or like morning, morning time frame, like brunch hour, lunch hour. So... It's unfortunate again, RP to PNB Rock on his loss. And, uh, you know, I just want to clarify that. And uh, I was going to cover the Quinta Brunson thing because I know I, I covered it briefly in the last episode with the shit with her and Jimmy Kimmel. And apparently they're cool, like they're peoples and shit. But I, I don't give a fuck. They were still, I mean, it was still tasteless. It was like, yo, the bit's over. It's the bit's not funny. Get your ass up. She, so the the Emmys or whatever happened on a Sunday or Monday, whatever day it was. And she was appearing on his show the following Wednesday. I didn't get to see the outcome of that. So here's what it is. I guess it wasn't that fucking that important because no one brought it up. And it wasn't that big of a deal. So, but uh, I did hear apparently that they were fucking... They're cool with each other, and they they talked about the shit on on the show, which I'm gonna go go back and check it out. But yeah, it is what it is. But 
yeah episode 36 is available now if you haven't listened to it go listen to it the youtube episode will drop uh either later on it'll drop this weekend this weekend so if you're listening to this episode right now which will probably most likely drop on a monday which is if you're listening to it now it's, it's monday uh episodes available now yeah, i mean it's it's crazy how you kind of kind of deal with the time like the future and and the present you're fucking with it in the past but new episode of the or the latest episode episode 36 of the yeah podcast <clears throat> back to my bs excuse me available now on youtube so if you'd rather watch the episodes then get on there subscribe youtube.com slash west coast rob got clips shorts full episodes on there so if you haven't already go on youtube check me out subscribe etc etc but um like i was saying hurricane ian man it's crazy i mean it's crazy it was so it's the fourth that was the fourth strongest hurricane in the history of the u.s that's hit max speed max max wind speeds were 150 miles per hour which ties hurricane charlie in 2006 for some of the strongest winds so what they were saying meteorologists were saying that even though it tied for fourth strongest hurricane with charlie at 150 miles per hour it was way bigger and it covered the span of it covered more than charlie did so charlie was a little hurricane apparently and uh hurricane ian was a much bigger wider hurricane so it the destruction and the winds impacted a lot more areas at one time than it did than hurricane charlie did so that's that's crazy you know and just i saw a, a clip online in regards to global warming oh no i was watching the weather channel because the weather channel that shit is crazy that shit is interesting the the shows and shit they be having on there but they were they were talking about climate and global warming and how global warming has increased exponentially since the 1960s so in the mornings so average temps or average lows are are balanced and gauged every morning in the a.m around zero six or six o'clock in the morning around that time frame so an average low is uh has raised four degrees in the past 30 years so nowadays an average low is around 74 degrees nationwide now time present day vice 30 years ago where it was around 60 70 degrees due to global warming so mother nature is getting hot and she's not she's not playing with you so that's crazy. If you think global warming is just all that political BS that's made up and shit, then you're playing yourself. I mean, global warming is real. And, uh, you know, weather's fucking, weather's nuts, man. Weather, weather is, in my opinion, going to make us or break us fucking change a lot of shit. Because if you think about history, weather has really dictated history and civilizations from being present and extinct. Look it up. If you don't believe me, look it up. Like around fucking where the fuck is Greece and all that shit. 
You know what I mean? Ancient Greece is what I mean. Cities are underwater because of the changes changes in climate. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing when you really think about it. So it's crazy. Um, also, we lost a fucking a legend in his own right this past this past weekend or in the past week. We lost the OG motherfucking Coolio. Fucking R.I.P. to Coolio. Passed away 59 years old. Um, as reported by TMZ, the big homie went to visit went to visit a, a friend, went to the friend's crib, and when he went to the uh, while at the friend's house, he went to the bathroom was in the bathroom, um, was in there for a minute, and the, the friend was like, yo, you're in there, he's in there for a minute, so the friend went to go check on him, and after the friend went to go check on him, they opened the door, and homie was on the floor, fucking just passed out, unconscious, so the friend then called 911, as the paramedics arrived, they pronounced him dead on arrival upon arrival so you know coolio r.i.p to coolio 59 years old uh you know well known if you don't know who coolio is where have you been it's either where have you been it's one of two things where have you been or you're just too fucking young you know what i mean but coolio uh grammy award-winning artist known for gangster's paradise 1994's Gangster's Paradise from the Dangerous Minds soundtrack. Dangerous Minds was a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Mid 90s. I mean, I was I was in my teens when that motherfucker came out. You know, Gangster's Paradise, Fantastic Voyage. You know what I mean? He's an OG. Started his his time in in the 80s, but uh, is well known for Gangster's Paradise, Fantastic Voyage, All the Way Live. Those were some major bangers that he had. That he's uh, some of his significant hits, and then after that, he you know he was like he was always on like those celebrity challenges on TV and shit like that. Whenever they had like a celebrity Fear Factor or celebrity whatever, he was always on there because you know he's Coolio, he's well known. You know he started his music career in the '80s and really you know was persistent with it as the '90s rolled in, and then caught his break with. The 1994 hit Gangster's Paradise. And everybody's heard Gangster's Paradise, man. Everybody. But uh R.I.P. Coolio, 59 years old, man. You, you hear you hear 59 years old and you think, damn, 59, that's it, man. You know what I mean? So still got still got life to live. But uh you know, when it's your time, it's your time. So R.I.P. to Coolio, man. Real name. Uh Anton Ant Anton? Hold on. Let me. Let me do him the right, the right fucking, give him the right respect and pronounce his, his real name. Coolio. uh, Artist, sorry, excuse me. Artist Leon Ivy Jr. So RP to Coolio, AKA, or excuse me. R.I.P. to artist Leon Ivy Jr., a.k.a. OG motherfucking Coolio, gone at 59 years old. 
Now, Coolio was a character, too. I used to watch him on them shows and shit. You know, I was banging that Fantastic Voyage back when I was young. Back when I was a youngster. You know what I'm saying? The R.P. to Coolio. Um, yeah. You know, crazy. Seems like we're losing a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, pretty frequently nowadays. So, it's just crazy. Crazy. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. But, uh, what's good with y'all, man? What's good? A lot of new shit is dropping. Has dropped. I'm fucking watching that that Dahmer episode, that Dahmer show on Netflix. Y'all watching that shit? What y'all think about that shit? That Dahmer, that shit is crazy. So my wife, my wife's undergrad. So my, my wife has a master's in uh, mental health. Her undergrad, her bachelor's, she has that in criminal justice. So she loves just crime, true crime. She loves that stuff. We watch shit like that every day. We snapped and shit like that. Um, you know, she studied, she visited Ted Bundy's cell and shit. So, you know, the Dahmer, the Dahmer show comes out. She hears about it. Of course, we want to watch it. She, she wants to watch it, of course. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that shit. I watched the Bundy one. The Bundy one was good on Netflix. I know my last episode, I shouted out Netflix. So shout out to Netflix again for another gem. But we started watching the Dahmer shit. And that shit is, uh, I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. I'm, I'm we're on episode five. Around episode five, we don't we want to keep going, but we didn't want to blow through it, so it's like kind of bittersweet. It's kind of like ah, I mean this shit is fucking good, but then you don't want to keep watching, binge watch the shit and blow through it, and it's like fuck. Now the shit is done, so we're kind of taking our time. We're gonna watch the rest of it this evening, but so far so good. Shout out to fucking Evan Peters. Evan Peters killed that role. That dude is playing that fucking role, man. And I always, I've always liked Evan Peters. Evan Peters, for those of you who aren't familiar with the name, is the actor known for American Horror Story. He was in the first season, for those of you who watched it, he was the, the ghost kid who was haunting the house. And then he was in every other episode in like Asylum and, and fucking Carnival or whatever the fuck. And for those you, the nerdy ones out there, the Marvel the Marvel cats out there. He played Quicksilver for the X-Men. He was the X-Men's Quicksilver in Days of Future Past. So Evan Peters is playing, is currently playing, or is playing the role of Ted Bundy, or excuse me, not Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> He's playing the role of Jeffrey Dahmer in the in this series, Dahmer, on Netflix, which is a docu-series telling us about Jeffrey Dahmer. For those of you young motherfuckers who don't really know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, he was a serial killer who's who was known for killing or is, is known for killing um, black homosexuals. And uh, because Dahmer was homosexual himself, so in this docu series, spoiler alert, trying not to spoil it, but just in case you haven't seen anything, might be a spoiler. But Jeffrey Dahmer was homosexual, he was gay, and uh, it kind of like goes into him becoming him and why he went the route he went, etc., etc., showing his killings and the victims and all that shit. This shit is fucking crazy. Like, I'm not very familiar with it. My wife, she knows his whole fucking story. So, like, she's like, when she hears a name, she's like, okay, yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. 
That's woo woo woo. Okay, yeah, this is and this is gonna happen. Woo woo. So she already knows the outcomes and what's gonna happen and all that stuff. So for me, it's kind of like, damn, this motherfucker. It's crazy. This dude is crazy. And it's also crazy to me how you can tell it's it's really good how they depicted and how they did everything in regards into correlation to like the time. So for example, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it. So I know I gave you a spoiler alert. I'm not gonna give you spoilers. So in in one episode, there's a victim, and just the the way the interaction was between the police and the there was like like witnesses or bystanders and they're trying to bring up an issue and the, the way the cops handled it back in that back in that back in the day remember back in the day you know there was no lgbtq plus and if you were there was but there was it wasn't mainstream if you were gay or whatever back in the day you were kind of looked at like Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, like, you do what you do, whatever. And the way they depicted that in the show was was pretty pretty accurate, I would say. Not that I was alive back then and would know, but from being my age and kind of, you know, kind of getting somewhat of a feel of how they, they rolled and their thought processes back then, I thought it was pretty good. Um, the show also has... It has... Evan Peters as Dahmer, and also has Niecy Nash. So if you don't know who Niecy Nash is, Niecy Nash, she uh, recently starred in the show Claws. Uh, she has a new show called Rookie Feds or some shit that's coming out, and she is in Reno 911. She's uh, I forgot what her name is in Reno 911, the black lady. But that's Niecy Nash, great actor or great actress. Shout out to Niecy Nash. Shout out to Evan Peters. It's a good show everybody's watching it. it's trending number one for a reason it's good um i think you should check it out so speaking about that i know it's it's a hot topic because of of, of many things and i want to know what your thoughts are so if you for those of you listening to this y'all watching this leave it leave a Leave your thoughts in the comment section. If you're watching this, leave your thoughts in the comment section. Let me know what you think about just them taking serial killers and making these bio, these bio series and kind of like humanizing them. Do you think that they're, that Netflix is wrong for taking these serial killers and trying to humanize them and kind of downplay in a sense the acts they did like for example with the Ted Bundy stuff a lot of people thought they they took that they took what he did how he did and they try to humanize him try to make people sympathize with his actions and his killing the year dad podcast do you think that they're doing the same thing with the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff are they trying to humanize him because in the in the show they talk about his past, his parents, how they treated him, how he was moving from house to house and the different situations that caused him to go the route he went. Do you feel as if they're trying to humanize him or 
or just what are your thoughts? Just leave those in the comments. If you're watching it, if you were listening, then send me send me a message on Instagram at at the yeah that Instagram at yeah that podcast on Instagram and let me know what you think. Do you think they're trying to humanize them? If they if you think they are, are you cool with that? Do you think that's that's something that you keep doing? Let me know. Also, you know, I just watching the show. You watch the show. You're invested in the show. You know, you think about things like I just I just went over. You know, are they humanizing this dude? Are they trying to downplay what this dude was? Because at the end of the day, this motherfucker was a psychopath. A fucking psycho. I don't give a fuck how you try to humanize this dude. The shit he went through. It doesn't fucking excuse the fucking shit he did. So, you know, me personally, like, honestly, you watch it and I'm like, damn, this dude, damn, this dude was fucked up. Like his, his parents were fucked up. You wonder why he came up fucked up. And that's where you kind of feel like, fuck. You know, you're you're sympathizing for this motherfucker. But then you don't want to. But as you watch the show and you fucking, you're invested and you're, you're in deep fucking focusing on the fucking show. You're like, damn, this motherfucker, gosh. If they were only there, would he be this way? If they were only there, if his parents were only supporting him would he be this way if they really cared would he be this way but then you don't want to be that way i mean you don't want to sympathize you don't want to have empathy for this motherfucker because of the shit he did i mean and it's crazy so is it is it wrong for fucking netflix to be doing a show and trying to sympathize sympathize for serial killers like this what do you think because they did the same thing for ted bundy in the Ted Bundy fucking docu-series on Netflix, which was good, also. Great fucking, great series. Zac Efron played it. They, they did the same thing that they're doing for Dahmer. And it's like humanizing. I don't know, it's catching a lot of scrutiny. People are invested, but what do you think about it? Let me know, let me know in the fucking, in my DMs, at yeah, that podcast on Instagram, or in the comment section below, right here on YouTube if you're watching. Let me know what you think, what your thoughts are on that. But uh, also, you like I said, you what I was alluding to is, you know, when they when they do things like this, when they bring up old serial killers and they make these new docu series, you gotta you gotta feel for like like the victims. You know what I mean? It's like they went through something very very traumatic, very traumatic, and you know they deal with it for years decades and decades and decades and now for this new series to come out and then them having them watching it possibly watching it and having to relive what happened to their family member has to be traumatic has to be traumatic and I wonder if you know Netflix or whomever not just putting them on blast, just whomever, whether it be Paramount Plus, Peacock, whatever, 
whoever has a series just like this, whenever they do a series about a serial killer or whatever, if they actually reach out to the victim's families and, you know, kind of forewarn them or compensate them or whatever the case may be for the story being told. Like, if you really think about it, think about it. Family goes through this traumatic, traumatic situation with their family member. Lost, fucking, all kinds of crazy stuff happening to them. And this happened, Jeffrey Dahmer was finally caught in 91. So this happened in the 80s. This fool went like 13 years or some shit like that without being fucking, without being caught or suspected of anything. So for a whole decade, for the 80s, the 80s and into the beginning of the 90s, families were going through traumatic ass shit. You know, he gets caught, goes to prison. You know what I mean? Dies in prison. 90s go on, 2000s. 2010s go on you know families are like you know despite anniversaries or whatever whatever they're they're recognizing in memory in memoriam of the family member they lost they're, they're probably they probably moved on with their lives until, and then now this new series comes out and they have to relive that whole thing again and it's like watching it in depth like that has to be traumatizing it has to bring up some kind of PTSD it's, it has to be so it's like you know it's it's we, we're enjoying the show you know what I mean we're invested we watch it we like it but you know you gotta feel for the family members and I guarantee they did not compensate them in any way did not ask for permission and they just kind of rolled with the punches, which is kind of like, if you think about it, it's fucked up. That shit, that's, that's some fucked up shit. And then if you think about, okay, say the show, because Evan Peters is killing it. You know what I mean? Killing it. So the next year rolls around, we go to the Emmys, the fucking show wins an award. All right, yeah, boom, cool. The, the winner of blah, 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 fucking Dahmer by Netflix, whatever, whatever. Now you're glorifying the work this dude did in a sense you know what I'm saying which is crazy when you think about it just really think about that shit think about that shit like cause when you think about Ted Bundy like that motherfucker was an egotistical sociopath that fool wanted to be in the limelight that fool wanted to to be glorified that's why he represented himself in court because he wanted to replay and relive all the incidents that he fucking did so if he was still alive today and the, the Bundy shit came out, he would have been in fucking prison front and center of the fucking TV screen, just living it up, eating popcorn, watching fucking with a boner because of that shit. It's about him and he is being glorified. And that's the same thing that's going on with fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, which is fucking nuts if you think about it in a whole fucking big big sense of things it's fucking crazy man it's crazy so it's like yeah these shows are good i mean you enjoy them but if you really like try to if you really break it down and you think about shit 
it affects a lot of people in a negative way and it's kind of fucked up if you really think about it but you know it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy so you know um, thoughts and prayers go to the families of the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer hopefully you know you can they get some kind of compensation or whatever the case may be or whatever from Netflix regarding this stuff Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. The Year Dad Podcast. Also, you got to think about Jeffrey Dahmer's family. You know, it's affected by him too. As in the in the show, you see how it affects his father. Um, but you got to think, yeah, his, his family is going through some shit too. So, you know what I mean? Thoughts and prayers go out to his family because you know it's the same thing, just on the other side of the coin, like. This was traumatic for them as well. A family member now is an infamous family member, serial killer, just doing just unspeakable things, you know, and they, them having to cope not only with what he was doing, but his imprisonment and then his death and then coping with all that kind of you know moving on with their lives and then having to relive it again due to the new docuseries so i mean it's just it's crazy it's crazy all of it's crazy but uh it's a good show though it's a good show um that makes me want to look more into fucking him and his life and or his actual like documentary and look more into him I mean, do more studying, so we'll see. But uh, check it out on Netflix, man. Check it out on Netflix. Um, you know, from one, from a psychopath to a fucking douchebag. Fucking uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. If you don't know the name, fucking Mike Lindell is the. Hi, I'm Mike Lindell. And my pillow is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, that guy. That guy. That fucking guy. So, I didn't know this about Mike Lindell. I own some fucking my pillows. You know what I mean? Which, I'm going to toss the motherfuckers in the trash and shit after finding this shit out. But Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, is suing the U.S. for a cell phone that was confiscated from him by federal agents, by the feds. Why you ask? Why? Why did they take the fucking my pillow CEO of all people's fucking cell phone? Well, I'll tell you fucking why. Because one, so Mike Lindell was a advisor for former U.S. president, President Trump, avid, hardcore Trump supporter. You know what I mean? I know you hear that. You hear the two words, Trump supporter, and you're like, what? For those of you who fuck with Trump, who listen to this, hear me out. So, Mike Lindell, avid Trump supporter, had his phone, so, had his phone (laughs) confiscated by feds at an Indiana Hardee's drive-thru. Why? Why, you ask? Because motherfuckers under investigation for identity theft and conspiracy to defraud the U.S. by damaging a protected computer connected to a suspicious a suspected voting equipment security breach 
in Colorado. In layman's terms, he is was conspiring or is under investigation for conspiring to fuck up, to fuck with, or he's he's under investigation for the conspiracy to defraud the U.S. by fucking with a voting computer, fucking with votes, identity theft. That shit is crazy to me. If you own a fucking my pillow, take that shit and throw that shit out. Light that bitch on fire, film that bitch, and then fucking post that shit and say fuck Mike Lindell. Now, so that so that's why they they confiscated his phone because of that shit. Conspiracy do to defraud the U.S. because of those those things and uh, identity theft. So that's why he's suing them because he feels like they they took his shit. They're going through his shit. I mean, for no reason. Whatever the fuck. Whatever. But uh, now the motherfucker Mike Lindell is a is the advisor or supporting a fascist white supremacist Christian nationalist. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So take that my pillow. Wipe your fucking culo on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Gaka on that bitch. And then fucking toss that bitch in the trash. You wonder why they don't show my pillow commercials on TV anymore? That's why. You motherfucker, you. You motherfucker, you. Crazy. Crazy. I knew I didn't like him for some fucking reason. Oh, hi, I'm Mike Liddell. This is my, my pillow. I knew there was something about him that was kind of fucking sneaky, you little motherfucker. But, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Ugh. Fucking asshole. From now, from fucking... From a douchebag to a motherfucking saint. You know what I mean? Shout out to motherfucking John Cena. That mother shout out to John Cena. John Cena, congratulations. Big shout out and congratulations to John Cena, first of all. Round of applause. For now being a Guinness World Record holder. Yeah, John Cena. The motherfucking the John Cena host of motherfucking wipeout. Actor. What 16 time WWE champion? You know what I'm saying? John Cena. Explosions, explosions, John Cena. So he was—he is now a Guinness World Record holder. And for what you ask, I know you're like, damn, Rob. Tell me, what is he a Guinness World Record holder for? Why? For making and fulfilling the most Make-A-Wish uh, wishes. He's fulfilled the most Make-A-Wish wishes. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with Make-A-Wish, the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a foundation that provides um, wishes for kids who are dealing with some kind of health issue, whether that be cancer or uh, Alzheimer's or whatever. So, you know what I mean, Make-A-Wish deals with, unfortunately, it's a charity 
that they, they take celebrities and, and athletes and just, you know, famous people and they provide these wishes for these kids. And John Cena holds the Guinness World Record for the most make-a-wish fulfillments at 650. He has done and completed 650 make-a-wish fulfillments. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. So he was, uh, yeah, he's granted the most make-a-wish, uh, most wishes through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, totaling 650 since he began working with the nonprofit in 2002. And I don't know about y'all, if y'all haven't seen the Make-A-Wish fucking little segments they have on like ESPN, every single one's a tearjerker. Every single fucking one. Shout out to motherfucking ESPN for that little segment. Man, Make-A-Wish Foundation helps fulfill the wishes of children between ages of 2 and 18 who have been diagnosed with a critical illness. So that's what the Make-A-Wish Foundation is. And he has fucking fulfilled 650 of them. That fucking, that makes me, that's kind of like bringing me to tears now. Because I watched the Make-A-Wish Foundation clips or little segments on ESPN when they show them shits. And man, they, every single one's a tearjerker. Every single one. Because you feel for the kids, man. It's like, gosh, that's a kid. Why is that kid dealing with it? But then to have that kid going through what they're going through and then have a, the athlete or the celebrity, you know, just go and take them, have them, give them an honorary jersey, walk them through their, their favorite stadium, get, you know what I mean? Just go through the process, have them meet other teammates, whatever, whatever it is. Just the, the fact that they're able to do that and they give that little, you know, that little peace to that child or teenager to make them forget for like one day or however long it takes that you know just you know a dream come true that that shit just that warms my heart man you know it just shout out again to fucking john cena that just makes me fucking admire john cena a lot more so shout out to fucking john cena round of applause play his music again let's fucking go man Let's go. Shout out to fucking John Cena, man, for his contributions. He's at 650 now, man. Ain't no telling how many more he's going to keep doing and knock out. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's the kind of, that's the type of shit that I'd be on. And uh, I would do the same thing if I were in that fucking, if I was in that role, if I had that, that fucking, that top tier shit, I would be... I would do the same thing. So shout out to John Cena again. I can't fucking. I thank you for for doing that, because like I'm all about volunteer work, helping the less fortunate. I'm all about that, and uh, you know just to do that for kids dealing with a critical illness, you know that brings a lot of hope. Because I can only imagine how the parents feel, how the kids feel. You know, it's just a lot of that stuff. You're on a timetable, and just to be able to do that, that shit is, that shit warms my heart, man. So shout out, salute to fucking John Cena motherfucking dude yeah that John Cena so that being said man we're gonna end that we're gonna end this episode here on the motherfucking on a high note don't wanna talk about nothing negative anymore um 
Shout out to John Cena for all that shit. Shout out to y'all for listening. Shout out to you for watching. Thank you again. I thank you all the year, for your support. Um, if you want to support me and support the show, there's a there's a PayPal link down in the show notes. Any donation is welcome. Is welcomed. And uh, every donation that you donate or I receive is taken and, and put back into the show to buy better equipment to make the show even better from microphones to cameras to fucking lighting etc etc it all goes back into the show you gotta invest in yourself but every donation is fucking is welcomed wholeheartedly i appreciate y'all also if you're if you're a content creator and you're looking for royalty free music check out the link below from epidemic sound epidemic sound has thousands and thousands of songs sound effects whatever case may be whatever you're looking for epidemic sound has it from different genre type sounds different styles of music whatever you're looking for epidemic sound has it so if you're looking for songs for your vlogs if you're looking for background music for your podcast whatever check out epidemicsound.com click the link in the show notes and uh give it a try give it a try i tried that shit out that shit is legit i love it i love it i use it for the vlogs that uh that i've done in the past if you want to if you kind of want to sample the the or preview the, the songs and and all that stuff you can do it on epidemicsound.com if you want to see hear it in the vlog check out my family's vlog channel on YouTube, Meet the Robs, type Meet the Robs, that will pop up. And a lot of the beats and the songs that you hear, I got from Epidemic Sound. So check them out. Also, if you're a content creator and you want to, you know, you want analytics and you want to know about what keywords you should use, when should you post, what your competitors or your like-minded content creators are posting and what you should post, then you should check out vidIQ.com vidiq.com is an ai oriented website that breaks down content and gives you tips and helps you better uh i don't know better expose you and your content so they they put out like for example if you're looking for a title you type in say podcast type in podcast boom pops up a bunch of titles whatever whatever and then you can, if there's certain pages that you admire or whatever, you click it, you put them in a certain section and they'll put them down as your competitors and it shows how they're moving, how many likes they get, what their views are for a recent post, et cetera, et cetera. Check them out, vidiq.com. You can do it for free or you can pay for programming or different plans. Of course, when you pay for, for, for plans, the higher tier, whatever, the more you get. So check them out, vidiq.com, for your um, content AI. Yeah. Link all in the motherfucking show notes. Also, it's bulking season. We are officially in fall. You know what I mean? You're starting to bundle up a little bit. It's starting to get chilly. You know what I mean? The nipples are getting hard. So if you're looking to bulk and you're looking for subs, go to blackstonelabs.com. Type in West Coast underscore Rob and get you some some of the best supplements I've ever taken. And I've tried a lot in my 37 years. Well, not in my 37 years, but in about in the past fucking 
17 years. No, no, about 20 years. Yeah. I've been working out for about 20 years now. I try a lot of supplements. These by far, Blackstone Labs by far the best I've ever had. Uh, I fuck with them, like, faithfully. So, if you want some of the best, you know what I mean? Take it from me. I'm a pro bodybuilder, remember that. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So go to BlackstoneLabs.com. Use promo code West Coast underscore Rob. Save you some money on some of the best fucking supplements on the market. And the supplements fucking work. They're legit as fuck. Trust me. Trust me. They're good as fuck. And then the discount you get is a fucking significant one too. Use the promo code West Coast underscore Rob and you get a significant discount. It's not that little bullshit $5 off. It's a, it's a good little fucking discount. So check it out. Fucking BlackstoneLabs.com. Save you some monies. And last plug... For some eyewear summer's over but winter's coming so if you're going skiing whatever or you just want some shades for this for the winter sun go to blenders eyewear.com use promo code west coast rob one word and save you some money on some shades blenders eyewear based a small company based out of san diego my hometown so check them out get you some fucking snow goggles when you snowboarding and skiing and shit snowmobiling whatever Get you some shades for when you go on a hike. Whatever. Show that. Show that support. Blimsiwear.com slash West Coast Rob. And actually, this is the last plug. Support your homie. If you want to watch the episode, uh, go to YouTube.com slash West Coast Rob. Subscribe. Like. The whole nine. You already know what to do when it comes to this. You can follow me on all social networks. Follow me on Instagram at yeah, that podcast on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Slide in my DMs. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what I can do better. And uh, yeah. Now, once again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Yeah, That Podcast. Sir Homie West Coast Rob signing out. Until the next episode. Yeah, that.